January 11, 2014, it's a lot from Pedro's show.
2014, brother. That's right, man. yeah. It's a bitchin' day. Yeah. New last week, I was one of the last flights to get out of New York City. Man, that was the. Man, they had freeze. the beat down with the coldness. And I got back here, Pedro. I got here New Year's Day, but it was too late to do polar bear swim, uh, so I missed another one. It was a cool time, though, with Raymond and Thurston. Yeah, in fact, I got the whole gig that we'll play during the oh, third bitchin', hour. Bitchin'. Yeah, somebody floated to me. Brother Matt, uh, well, let's. 
talk about who we played, and then we'll talk about our guest here. Um, start off Miles Mode, something like John Coltrane, uh, who had with him uh, Eric Dolphy at the Village Vanguard, I believe, 1961. And then we heard uh, something from our guest for today, from Underdown, Eric McFadden. Brother Matt? Yeah, welcome. Help me welcome Eric hey, McFadden yeah. via welcome. Skype. Uh, actually, uh, Eric? Yeah. Uh, what part of... You're in SoCal, but what part? Right now, I'm in uh, Los Angeles, right here in Miracle Mile at the moment. Okay. And, um, and something happened with your coach, eh, right? Something with the wheels. Yeah, we're not, not, it's not doing so good. Those are stuck in San Francisco in a buddy's shop, and we're hoping for some recovery soon with that thing. Oh, so how'd you get down here? Because I know you're here for, what, the whole month to do residency at the Mint? Yeah, doing every Wednesday at the Mint, but I'm... Uh, we got, we got here, we just flew, because I've been on the road for like two and a half months, I was doing the Eric Burden thing for a while, then I was doing my thing, and, and you know, we were in Europe for a bit, but then uh, came back and did some stuff in New Mexico and such, so we just, we just flew back here. You know. Eric Burden. No wheels. What a wild cat. I mean, it must be righteous uh, uh, sharing the stage with Eric Burden. Yeah, he's, he's quite, he's got some stories, too. Well, he's talk about stories. Fun. What's this... Uh, from under down about well this one was just kind of trying to get out from under down you know when you get that when you get crushed oh nothing to do with Australia yeah (laughs) that's right okay (laughs) Uh, so you're talking about like yeah like you're under the heel or the boot or something oh yeah yeah Yeah. like you know getting crushed by the weight of your right you got to get out from under that shit that's all really you know what I mean can we go way back can you tell me about your first memory of music but you can. Wow, man, that's uh. You know, I could go back uh, a good ways. My my mom was always into music. She would. My mom and my dad too. My mom lived in uh, in the East Village when I was a kid in New York, and she was hanging out with everybody. So you know, she was a teenager. I mean, she had me when she was eighteen, but she was she had like. Uh, that's teenager. Uh, Alan Ginsberg was her neighbor. You know, she she'd hang out with Richie Havens in his coffee shop. Oh, so Lower East Side. Yeah, Lower East Side. She because did, Richard uh, Richard Hell lives in the building that Alan yeah, Ginsberg. Yeah, I've been yeah. in that building yeah, that yeah, you yeah. were in because he still <laughs> lives there. Seat, you know, Eric, oh damn! Richie but we're talking, we're talking what, like this the um, middle sixties? Yeah, right in there, sixty four, five. Okay. And, shit. And, uh, and, and, and are they players? Or are they gig goers? My dad plays. My mom. Uh, she, she actually had a brief stint singing with the Fugs. Remember them? Yeah, sure. Yeah, and she uh, being you know getting to mom you know be, becoming a mom of me and all that kind of cut that short. It was you know I don't know how official that was or how long it lasted, but she kind of jumped in there for a little while. You know. Okay, so, so you were hearing music way early then. Yeah, yeah, pretty early on. I mean, you know, my you know I saw saw the Yellow Submarine Parade out the window in New York when I was a tiny little baby. Yeah, you know, so it was pretty. Uh, you know, we did, my mom was pretty much in it, and my dad too. You know, he he, uh, he was playing in bands in high school and such. So, um, well, when did you when did you start playing? What was that? When did you start playing? I started playing when I was like ten or eleven years old. Kind of just. Uh, what was it? Guitar. Yeah, guitar. Yeah, my dad had a twelve string line around, so that's kind of what I had to play on first. Wow, those are kind of tough. Yeah, but, but you know what? Maybe good training, right? To build those finger muscles up. Yeah, that definitely did it. By the time he got me another a six string, I was like, "Oh shit, this is, 
This is easy. <laughs> it's like uh, practicing uh, jogging by running at the beach in the sand. Oh, yeah, exactly. Here, let's hear some more music, and then we'll get back to your musical journey, okay? You got it.
I went to me 
for Bedro Show. Uh, you just heard something from Eric McFadden, Been So High. What can you tell us about that one? Well, man, I wrote, I just kind of wrote that one real quick at the Steel Bridge Song Fest. My buddy Pat McDonald does this uh, songwriting festival out in Sturgeon Bay, Wisconsin. Yeah. You know, and uh, for charity kind of thing. And uh, anyway, yeah, you know, Been So High, you know, either, uh, I guess you can interpret that as being a little too high on like you know, a kite what's that <laughs> like a kite like a kite <laughs> kite k-i-t-e on your high horse maybe no no like I flying like a kite you know yeah man <laughs> okay uh, before that we had uh, night signals uh, who are from down under I think Perth I just can't get you out of my head ahead of that was Isaac from first five through uh, Pixies with something brand new in front of that blue eyed hex Pixie, something new? Yeah, brand new. And ahead of that was uh, Window Rail Seats, Dirty Beaches, and we started off with something brand new from Kyoka where she had me play bass. Yeah. But I, uh, yeah, but it's a trippy, uh, what's a filters or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. kind of, I got my uh, Kigoruni. It's kind of like a, an outfit, Brother Matt, that you wear, like a Rirakuma. So, uh, Eric, back to your journey there. You start picking up the 12-string guitar at 10 years old. Now, what'd you do? Try to play st- stuff off records? Or did you start writing your own songs right away? Well, the, you know, first I was trying to pick up some tunes off the records, you know, and I, I just had, like, uh, whatever was in the collection, my parents' collection, really. So, you know, they'd have the Beatles and Stones and Dylan and Stevie Wonder, and they'd have, you know, they had different stuff in there. Did your pop show you any chords or stuff? Yeah, my dad taught me some chords, taught me a few songs, and then um, I, I did try to start writing songs pretty shortly after that, and also, you know, started finding my own music, you know, the new, you know, my generation stuff. But uh, Right, reaching out from your house, like maybe the stuff you heard from yeah, cats exactly. going to school with you, right? Yeah, the, you know, the kids at school and stuff, but you know, it's funny because like, uh, you know, I was into all the old classic stuff, and you know, I was listening to Black Sabbath and Cream and, you know, Creedence, and I had, we had all these... Some of them from my parents' house, some from uh, that I would discover from friends. But then in high school, you know, you know how high school is, right? They've got all the the little clicks and shit. You know, heavy, heavy peer pressure. Yeah. So, but uh, I was kind of embraced though by um, some kids there who turned me on to some. I mean, that was actually my introduction to punk rock. I was, you know, I was still, you know, I was listening to my, I was into Jimmy and Sabbath and Zeppelin and all that. And these kids were like, hey, have you ever heard this? And, and it blew my mind with some stuff I never heard, you know, Black Flag and Dead Kennedys and all this. And, uh, is, this the still, is, is this still in New York City? This is in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay, because, yeah, because this, this is where I first met you was in Albuquerque. So yeah, you, when did you make that move? Met you, man. I, I met you, DeBoone, and fuck Hurley all That's the first time Minutemen played, Berkey. But, but uh, when did you make the move from New York City to Albuquerque? Well, we moved from... See, we were in New York early on as a kid. When I was eight years old, we moved, but then I moved to to Albuquerque. Then when I was 17, I moved back to New York for a year. Oh, but that's, uh, wow, that's right in high school, right? Yeah, pretty much. So I was supposed to go, and and I got kicked out of high school in New York and didn't go back. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But these kids at high school in Berkey turned you on to punk. Yeah, yeah, the Berkey kids, man. Yeah, respect. They respect. did it. And it was only like, 
you know, in, there, in that little group, there's like six kids, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, because it was still a small... This is what people don't understand. The old days, especially in the U.S., punk was very small. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a tiny little contingency there. To be like, part of it, you, you really had to kind of, uh, yeah, uh, put on some armor because most people did not dig it. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't like all that accepted. I mean, the thing is, now people look at it really differently in, in retrospect and with sure. all the historical, you know, the, the historical aspect of it and, and recognizing the importance of it. But back then, it wasn't like that. And it was like, now you can walk around with a mohawk and, you know, you can probably get a job at the bank. But back then, people throw bottles at you. Yeah, absolutely. I know all about that. Here, let's hear some more tunes there, Eric. You got it. Thank you. 
spring But don't care about nothing She brings the rain Oh yeah, she brings the rain In the dawn of the silvery day Clouds seem to melt away She brings the rain Oh yeah, she brings the rain She brings the rain It feels like spring Magic mushrooms out of dreams She brings the rain Oh yeah, she brings the rain Cement of yellow, grey disappears Flying on the raven's wing She brings the rain Oh yeah, she brings the rain Yes, I care, she brings me spring But don't care about nothing She brings the rain Oh yeah, she brings the rain She brings the rain It feels like spring Magic mushrooms out of things She brings the rain It feels like spring She brings the rain It feels like spring She brings the rain It feels like spring She brings the rain In the dawn of the silvery day Melt away She brings the rain Oh yeah, she brings the rain Oh yeah, she brings the rain Oh yeah, she brings the rain show uh, started off with Howie Reeve Howie's a bass man from uh, Scotland he's going to open up for uh, Mrs. Man when they play Edinburgh and Glasgow oh, in April cool, yeah cool. we're going to do a 
Another tour of my third opera, Hyphenated Man. Uh, I think it's February 20 to April 19. And, uh, well, there's our guest, Eric McFadden Coffin, right there. Then we heard, I found the original 1981 demo of Madonna doing Burning Up, which I ended up covering for Chicago Youth. Then finally, what's that? Burning Up. Burning Up. Right. Not Bernadette. You know about yeah, Carol Kay saying that she played the bass on Bernadette? I don't know about yeah. that. Um, then finally, Can with She Brings the Rain. We were talking yeah. about uh, off the air there, people. Uh, me and Eric were discussing Geraldine Fibbers doing a Can cover. That was a great band, the Geraldine Fibbers. I think uh, Nels Klein's getting ready to do a Europe tour with Martin Modesky and Wood. Oh, right. Nels is, right? Yeah. Yeah, man. I was just—I just saw Nels and Medeski in uh, New York like a month or two ago, and they're just—he just mentioned he had done a record with them. Yeah, that's right. That's what he told me. I haven't heard any of it, but no, me either. But, uh, I'm sure. I'm sure when when did you first meet Nels? What's that? When I meet Nels, I guess uh, that would have been—I think it might have been through Carla, but, you know. And, uh, and the Geraldine Fibbers, right? Because Nels yeah, Klein ended up joining that band yeah, right man, after. Uh, through the part of the Black Gang and doing my first opera, he, he yeah, was uh, yeah man yeah because I, I was a big Fibbers fan and Carla you know Boslich and Jet and, and uh, that's so why Joel Biza was on the first three tours because he had joined that band yeah he joined him in like ninety seven six yeah like yeah seven and and uh, so I think I met him at that point because I'd seen the Fibbers and Carla before that and then Nels I was a big fan of Nels before I met him of course and you know uh, I mean he was all over here record ball hog tugboat you know that's right and uh, and he's I, all over the first opera yeah that one too I listen, I listen to those Steve Hodges religiously which was great and uh, and then we just started <clears throat> hanging out and when, when you know whenever he'd come to town a little and we, I sat in here there and uh but then we talked about doing the band called Headstock. That's not, but that been talking about that for uh, you know Headstock. eight years. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back to Berkey. You're getting turned on by the punk kids. When do you start your uh, your first band? Is it there? Yeah, you know what? At, well, at 15 years old, I start my first. I was in my first punk rock band. My my good buddy Joey Abin, he booked everybody in Albuquerque. Any band that was anyone who was anybody, every punk band slept on his floor. And, and, and oh, then maybe the Minutemen. That's who we played for when we played in the yeah, back of that house. Club Wreck, man. Club Wreck, exactly. And that's where I saw you guys. Uh, you know, I think it was '84 or whatever. Yeah, that's our first time playing there. No, yeah. actually, we played there a year before with Black Flag at an Indian School Center or something. Indian School Road Center. It was some yeah. kind of cultural center. We played with Black Flag. Okay, yeah, I missed that one, but I was I was at the Club Rec one, and uh, that. Was oh, I remember talking to you on the porch of that pad. Uh, what's that? The pad where we conked. I remember rapping with you all night. Yeah, yeah, we were at, at, at that pad exactly, and uh, on Gerard and Gerard Street in, in Albuquerque. And uh, I had started my right after that. Shortly after that, my buddy Joey asked me to, you know, play bass. I should play bass. Get this, Mike. <laughs> in my in, at fifteen years old, in a band called the Wongs. First, first punk rock band I was in. The Wongs. The Wongs. <laughs> That's yeah. right. And you were a bass man. All right. Yeah, brief, brief. Well, they needed a bass player, and I'm like, sure, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try. It. I'll give it a shot. And, and uh, but then a few years later, I started the Angry Babies, which was the first punk band I was in that really toured and made records. You know, we uh, first thing was out on cassette, of course. And you were doing guitar in that band. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that one, you know, we we uh, we hit. You got a floaty? Do you still have a cassette of that stuff? I think I got one laying around somewhere. Man. You know, I'd like to play some of that on the show. Oh man, yeah, I probably have an MP3 somewhere. I don't know where it's. Well, I got a cassette that I can switch them on over if you give me the tape. Yeah, sure, man. That would be bitching to hear uh, primordial Eric McFadden. <laughs> <laughs> His angry baby mode. That's right. <laughs> and you yeah. were torn and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. My, my, my drummer turned me on to you guys for the minute, man. But uh, yeah, we, we, toured, we toured quite a bit. You know, not toured, very uncomfortable tours. I'm sure you know about those. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> you know, a lot of floors, not a lot of food, but... You know, it, at the time it was. Uh, and being in Berkey, man, there's some drives. I know that's that's the thing with that location that right? you're you're going you're going to have to do some driving to get anywhere. You know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that, that, that whole side of the country. You know. Well, it's, maybe Santa Fe's kind of close. Yeah, that, just that one. <laughs> Santa Fe House, you know, that's about it. What about Cruces? Did you ever go down hey, to Los Cruces? Because there's a college there, right? New Mexico State. Delphine's from Las Cruces, who just interviewed you, you know? Okay. And uh, yeah, but I was just in Cruces. I've only played, I've really hardly ever played Cruces, I think, once or twice, uh, surprisingly. That's like Bakersfield with me. Look, we're at the end of the first hour, uh, January 11, 2013, 2014, additionally, yeah. a lot from Bakersfield. Already. Guess Eric McFadden, hold tight for hour two. January 11, 2013, it's the second hour of the Watt from Pedro Show.
Charles Bukowski's bungalow, a stand. Charles Bukowski's bungalow, a stand. When you devastate our landmarks, annihilate our land. Charles Bukowski's Butterflies in half, 
And some men do it in Palm Springs, laying it into butter blondes with Cadillac souls. Cadillacs and butterflies, nothing and everything. The face melting down to the last puff in a cellar in Corpus Christi. There's something for the touts, the nuns, the grocery clerks, and you. Something at 8 a.m., something in the library, something in the river. Everything and nothing. In the slaughterhouse, it comes running along the ceiling on a hook, and you swing it. One, two, three, and then you've got it. Two hundred dollars worth of dead meat. It's bones against your bones. Something and nothing. It's always early enough to die, and it's always too late. And the drill of blood in the basin white, it tells you nothing at all. And the grave diggers playing poker over 5 a.m. coffee, waiting for the grass to dismiss the froth. They tell you nothing at all. We have everything, and we have nothing. Days with the glass edges and the impossible stink of river moss, worse than shit. Checkerboard days of moves and counter moves, fagged interest with as much sense in defeat as in victory. Slow days like mules humping at slagged and sullen and sun-glazed up a road where a madman sits waiting among blue jays and wrens. Netted in and sucked a flaky gray. Good days, too, of wine and shouting, fights in alleys, fat legs of women striven around your bowels, buried in moans, the signs and bull rings like diamonds hollering Mother Capri, violets coming out of the ground, telling you to forget the dead armies and the loves that robbed you. Days when children say funny and brilliant things, like savages trying to send you a message through their bodies while their bodies are still alive enough to transmit and feel and run up and down without locks and paychecks and ideals and possessions and beetle-like opinions. Days when you can cry all day long in a green room with the door locked. Days when you can laugh at the bread man because his legs are too long. Days of looking at hedges. And nothing and nothing. The days of the bosses. Yellow men with bad breath and big feet. Men who look like frogs, hyenas. Men who walk as if melody had never been invented. Men who think it is intelligent to hire and fire and profit. Men with expensive wives they possess like 60 acres of ground to be drilled or shown off or to be walled away from the incompetent. Men who'd kill you because they're crazy and justify it because it's the law. Men who stand in front of windows 30 feet wide and see nothing. Men with luxury yachts who can sail around the world and yet never get out of their vest pockets. Men like 
snails, men like eels, men like slugs, and not as good. And nothing. Getting your last paycheck at a harbor, at a factory, at a hospital, at an aircraft plant, at a penny arcade, at a barber shop, at a job you didn't want anyway. Income tax, sickness, servility, broken arms, broken heads, all the stuffing come out like an old pillow. We have everything and we have nothing. Some do it well enough for a while and then give way. Fame gets them or disgust or age or lack of proper diet or ink across the eyes or children in college or new cars or broken backs while skiing in Switzerland or new politics or new wives or just natural change and decay. The man you knew yesterday hooking for ten rounds or drinking for three days and three nights by the sawtooth mountains now just something under a sheet or a cross or a stone or under an easy delusion or packing a Bible or a golf bag or a briefcase. How they go, how they go. All the ones you thought would never go. Days like this, like your day today. Maybe the rain on the window trying to get through to you. What do you see today? What is it? Where are you? The best days are sometimes the first, sometimes the middle, and even sometimes the last. The vacant lots are not bad. Churches in Europe on postcards are not bad. People in wax museums frozen into their best sterility are not bad. Horrible, but not bad. The cannon, think of the cannon. And toast for breakfast, and coffee hot enough to know your tongue is still there. Three geraniums outside a window trying to be red and trying to be pink and trying to be geraniums. No wonder sometimes the women cry. No wonder the mules don't want to go up the hill. Are you in a hotel room in Detroit looking for a cigarette? One more good day, a little bit of it. And as the nurses come out of the building after their shift, having had enough, eight nurses with different names and different places to go, walking across the lawn, some of them want cocoa in a paper, some of them want a hot bath. Some of them want a man. Some of them are hardly thinking at all. Enough and not enough. Arcs and pilgrims. Oranges, gutters, ferns, antibodies, boxes of tissue paper. 
In the most decent, sometimes sun, there is a soft smoke feeling from urns and the canned sound of old battle plans. And if you go inside and run your finger along the window ledge, you'll find dirt, maybe even earth. And if you look out the window, there will be the day. And as you get older, you'll keep looking, keep looking. Sucking your tongue in a little. Ah. No, no. Maybe. Some do it naturally. Some obscenely. Everywhere. Oh, beautiful girl, delicate figure in a merciless world. 
Yeah.
Rat from Pedro Show. Uh, we started the second hour off with Soako and Aoki Hayoto doing F-Low. Then we had Johnny a- Angel Wendell doing Charles Bukowski's Bungaloma Stand. Then we had something from uh, Mr. Chinaski himself. Something for the touts, the nuns, the grocery clerks, and you. All right. DMF doing something different. Eric McFadden with Delicate Thing. What, what, what was that? What was that? Yeah. Well, the song for my trio, Eric McFadden trio, was yeah. like, you know, um, <coughs> trying to... As opposed know, to the brutal thing? It's kind of that. Yeah, it's like doggy. It's a kind of a doggy dog world, as we know. I mean, there's you just don't want to get broken down by the world too much. And I know sometimes these fragile, fragile, delicate creatures have a hard oh, time yeah. braving the, uh, the brutality of... You, you know, life in the world, so it's sort of a... <laughs> Example one, uh, moves from small town to Hollywood. <laughs> exactly, yeah, there's an example Example right two, moves from small town to San Francisco. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Example San three. Francisco's probably easier on them than Hollywood, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Example three. Moves back to Little Town. Didn't work out for you, huh? You know, I uh, I've met people like that, and it's so much calmer for them going back in a way. But yeah, yeah it's like throwing in the towel. Yeah, it is kind of. So but I know people that go back. They, you know what I mean? They make another attempt, another attempt. Yeah. So that's you know. That's admirable. The world, world can eat you up. I mean, you know, some people go out there with all these visions of grandeur. You know, they're not they're not prepared for it. They don't know what to expect. Sure. And they're ultimately not. Some people maybe, you know, can brave the roughest of circumstances and just kind of get through it and come out on top. But some people just get beaten down. Yeah. You know? So that's the delicate thing. Yeah. Uh, delicate thing theme. And finally, Crucifiso Nella Alo. By Mad Criudo, Italiano band. Okay, so back to your music journey here. You're uh, uh, touring uh, with the Angry Babies. Yep. And about when is this? I guess that would have started. I mean, you know, I started making recording songs and recording on a four track, doing that around '85, really, for that group. But we didn't actually. I think the first time I actually. Play, we played when it became actually a band was uh, 87 um, but uh, you know I was trying to find a singer for the band that's one thing that was keeping me on hold and, and since we, we got this guy to sing and we were playing this party and he didn't show up so I ended up having to sing the song so I just kind of became the singer by default you know and, and, uh, and that was yeah so we're, we're more like more of about the late 80s is when we really kind of got going with that and um uh, we, like, we, we kind of wanted to be on SST, you know what I mean? Because that sure. was for us, that was like, we never got on SST, but um, but a lot of the bands we dug were on SST, and we thought it was a cool place to, to go, you know what I mean? We'd sure. be in good company, but uh, that didn't happen. But we, you know, we plugged away and hit the road and put out a couple of records and, uh, and self, you know, and self-destructed, and we imploded. <laughs> and how'd that happen? 
I felt part of it was just, uh, you know, my drummer ended up with, with the carpal tunnel syndrome, which is really bumming him out. Yeah. So he ended up having to miss one tour. We had to get another guy in there. And then, then he ended up wanting to come back, but he was taking all these, you know, pain pills, pharmaceuticals in order to, to tolerate it. And that was fucking with him, you know, and that was yeah, things probably, kind of, yeah. kind of weird. And then my bass player at the time was, was manic depressive and we didn't know it. I mean, he had since, he'd been diagnosed, of course, since. But at the time, we just thought, well, you know, we're like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's out of his mind. We didn't know he was, like, actually had an illness. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on top of it, we're just drinking, like, you know, like fucking madmen. So we were just all, by the end of it, just out of our minds with insanity and, and pills and alcohol, you know? Sure. So I think it just kind of, you know, imploded. After that, I had to kind of get my shit to reevaluate and get my shit together and start a new, you know. Is this when you leave Berkey? Yeah, actually it is. You know, right about at that time, yeah. And uh, moved, headed out to San Francisco, started a band called Liar, and then uh, we all... What was that like? What was that like to leave You know, it was, it was, in a way, it was just a big relief. It was kind of, I was ready for change, you know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah, to do sure. Something. And, uh... I was, but my friends in San Francisco were trying to convince me to move out there. So they just said, you can sleep on our floor, join our band, you know. And my friend Ron Donovan, the rock poster artist, he uh, sure. was one of those guys. And Michael, do you remember the band Bomb? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Michael Dean from Bomb, you know. Sure, Michael Dean. What, 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 uh, what year is this? That was, I uh, uh, moved to San Francisco in 94. And that's 94. right about the time Bomb uh, disintegrated, too. And so it was... Uh, so we started a new band called Slish, me and Michael Dean from Bomb. Yeah, didn't Michael Dean, didn't he end up making some kind of uh, DIY kind of movie? Yeah, in fact, you were in that. He interviewed you for that. <laughs> we, we were both in that DIY. All right, I conquer Alzheimer's again. Yeah, so that's, yeah, you know. Michael I remember Dean. that name, sort of. Okay. And I remember the, I remember the band Bomb also. Yeah, so it was Michael Dean, and then uh, Bean, Bean from, uh, Paul Kirk from Helios Creed. Sure, sure. And so it was me and those two guys and a drummer who kind of started this new thing for a little while. That was my entry into San Francisco, that, and Liar, yeah. Wow. You know what? It's time now for me to have the righteous privilege of bringing on board Brother Matt for his spin cycle, Eric. Cool. Yeah. So can we make a momentary pause in your... Retelling of your music journey for Brother Matt okay. to express himself. <laughs> right on. Okay. Don't 
why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. I don't gotta rap. I could sell a mill, saying nothing on the track. I represent New York. I got it on my back. Niggas say that we lost it, so I'ma bring it back. I love the dirty, dirty, 'cause niggas show me love. The ladies start to bounce as soon as I hit the club. But in the Midwest, they love to take it slow. So when I hit the, I watch 'em get it on the floor. And if you need it, hype. I take it to the bay. First go to Sac Town. They do it a day. Compton to Hollywood. Soon as I hit LA, I'm in that low low. I do it the Cali way. And when I hit the shy, people say that I'm fly. They love the way I dress. They like my attire. They love how I move crowds from side to side. They ask me how I do it, and simply I reply. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. Catch me on the block. Every other day, another push, another drop. Sixteen bars, twenty-four pop, forty-four song. Nigga, give me what you got. I'm in the driving cars, crush up off the lot. I'm in the shutting stars down just so I can shop. If you need a bird, I could get it chopped. Tell me what you need, you know I get 'em by the flock. I call my homie Black, meet me on the Ave. I hit Wash Heights with the money in the bag. We in the Big spin and see my pimpin' never drag. Find me with different women that you niggas never had. For those who say they know me, know I'm focused on my cream. Play, you come between, you better focus on the beam. I keep it so mean, the way you see me lean. And when I say I'm hot, my nigga, this is what I mean. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why I'm hot. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. I'm hot 'cause I'm fly. You ain't 'cause you not. This is why. This is why. This is why I'm hot. And Monte Carlos and El Dorado. So I'm waking up out of my slumber, feeling like Rollo. So follow, it's showtime at the Apollo, minus the Kiki Shepherds, with about a hoe and a leopard print. Teddy, Pendergrass, cooler than Freddie Jackson, sipping a milkshake in a snowstorm. Left out the warm in the dorm room at the AU. We blue hate you, athletes might cake you, but you must have me mistaken with them statements that you make up. Nigga, bongo hooked it up on my 
dip my rim today so they can ride out to the hunter, gon' hide out. I'm showing you how to wild out like Jack Tripper. Let me be Bambino on your slippers. YKK on your zipper. Lick you like a lizard when I'm slizzard or sober. Six million ways to fold ya. Like, no, I get two of you and you get pretty cheap. But I call your ass from Aiden. I know you'll be there for me, girl. Your motherfucking hand. Get them high. All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man. Get them high. Now I ain't never tell you to put down your hand. Keep them high. And if you're losing your high, then smoke again. Keep them high. Now, 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 now. My flow is in the pocket like Wallace. I got the bounce like hydraulics. I can't call it. I got the swirl like alcohol. My freshman year, I was going through hella problems Still, I bit up the nerd to drop my ass up out of college My teacher said I was a loser I told her, why don't you kill me? I give a fuck if you feel me, I'm gonna follow my heart And if you follow the charts or the plaques or the stacks You ain't gotta guess who's back, you see? I'm so shy that the thought I was bashful But this bastard's flow will bash your skull And I will cut your girl like past the troll And I don't usually smoke but past the troll And I won't give you that money that you asking for Why you think? Me and Dane cool, we assholes That's why we hear your music getting fast forward Cause we don't wanna hear that weak shit no more Throw your motherfucking hands Get them high All the girls pass the weed to your motherfucking man Get them high Now I ain't never tell you to put down your hands Keep them high And if you're losing your high Then smoke again Keep them high Nah, nah Telling me that she 3626 plus double D. You nine girls on Black Planet B when they get bubbly at NYU, but she hailed from Kansas. Right now she just lamping, chilling on campus. Sent me a picture with a feeling on Candace. Who said her favorite rapper was the late Great Francis? W-H-I-T, it's getting late, mommy. Your screen saver say tweets, so you got to call me and bring a friend for my friend. His name, Quali. You mean Talib, lyrics stick to your rib. I mean, that's my favorite CD that I play in my crib. I mean, you don't really know him. Why is you lying? You're quiet. She don't believe me. Please pick up the line. She gon' think that I'm lying. Just spit a couple of lines. Then maybe I'll be able to give a dick all the time and get a high. Yeah. I can't believe this nigga used my name for picking up dimes But never mind, I need some tracks, you tryna pull tracks out And my rhymes is finna blow, you tryna blow backs out Well okay, twisting my arm, I'll assist with the charm And hey, yo, ain't you meet that chick at that conference with your mom? I see them high, but she got the bougie behavior Always got something to say like an okay player hater Anyway, I don't usually fuck with the internet A chick with birth control stuck to they arm like nigga Fucking that much or trying to get on cigarettes If she think it's fly, she ain't met a real nigga yet no. I apologize if I come off a little inconsiderate I got the bubble yeah. cushion, the sister could yeah. get ahead of it Get yeah. high like noon or the moon Or a room filled with smoke A hype filled with dope Y'all assumed I was doomed out of tune But I still feel the notes The real nigga quotes Real rappers is hard to find Like a remote Control rappers out of You super still 
Watts thugs, rock clubs like Tiger, woods in the hood to have my own reality show. Call Soul Survivor, I stole on lava. Niggas and you, you's a bitch. I got punch, I got punch, I got punch. In she came with the same type game, the type of girl giving out the fake cell phone the name. Big fame, she like cats and big things. Jewels, chip, money, clip, phone, flip the six range. Has seen her on the ass, spotted her more than once. So fat that you can see it from the front. She spot me like paparazzi. Shot me a glance in that cat woman stands with the fat booty pants. Hot damn. What's your name, love? What you came from? Neck and wrist laced up. Very little makeup. The swims at the Reebok gym tone your frame up. A sugar and spice. The only thing that you made up. I tried to play a low key but couldn't keep it down. Accident. She was like, yo, I'm leaving now. An hour later, Sam's from Jamaica. She's sipping Chris straight up. Skanking while in the waist up. See My fam throwing the jam for Reed is on the stand. Big things is in the plan. The brother Big Moon makes space for me to move ahead. Yo, this my man most baby. Let me introduce. I turn around. You was the same pretty bird who I had priorly observed. Trying to play me for the herb. Shocked to sell, she couldn't get it together. I just played along and pretended I never met her. How you feeling? No, I'm fine. My name is Moon. I'm Sharice. I heard so much good about you. It's nice to finally meet. He moved to the booth, preserved the crew, especially your honey love. Ended up sitting. Directly next to me I'm tight polite But now I'm looking at her skeptically Cause baby girl Got all the right weaponry Designer fabric Shoes and accessories Chinky eyes Sweet voices Call me mentally Be conversated Made her laugh Yeah you know me bro Even though I know the steelo She wild sweet yo I'm about to murk I say peace to the family She hop up like How you gonna leave Before you dance with me Dance with me She blew my whole head With that I was like what I played it low though I was like yeah Alright come on then Let's go Like the Simmons whipping pastry, cruising down A Street, off white Lexus, driving so slow. But BK is from Texas, me, I'm out there, best stop, home of that boy Biggie. Now I live on Billboard, and I brought my boys with me. Say what up to Tata, still sitting my top, sitting courtside. Nicks and Nets give me high five, nigga. I be spiked out, I could trip a referee. Tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely from.
with OG at a Yankee game. Shit, I made the Yankee hat more famous than the Yankee king. You should know I bleed blue, but I ain't a crypto. But I got a gang of niggas walking with my click though. Welcome to the melting pot. Corners where we selling rock. Africa been by the shit. Home of the hip hop. Yellow cap, gypsy cap, dollar cap, holla back. For foreigners, it ain't fair. They act like they forgot how to act. Eight million stories out there in the naked. City, it's a pity. Half of y'all won't make it. Me, I got a plug special where I got it made. If Jesus paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade. Three dice, Zelo. Three card, Marley. Labor Day parade, rest in peace, Bob Marley. Statue of Liberty. Long live the world trade. Long live the king, yo. I'm from the Empire State. That's Was uh, in, uh, impetus, inspiration. Actually, Eric inspired the first part with that uh, song about the high being a, the high song. So we start off with Nashville Pussy version of that. Right. And then oh, oh, yeah. Hey, you know, speaking of Nashville Pussy, uh, Karen Kuda, bassist for Nashville Pussy, she she's been doing some gigs with me lately. We just played a few in New Mexico oh, last month. Cool. I was talking to her about being on the show one time. Um, when wow. I saw them up at the Viper Room, I think, a few months back or last year. Yeah, I remember man. their old bass player, or one of the old bass players. Yeah, it was Cherokee Park's sister. Yeah, basketball players. Look, we're at the end of the second hour, January 11, 2014, Dish of Waffle Pedro Show. Guess Eric McFadden here at the Love Ground with Brother Matt. Hold yeah. tight for hour three. January 11, 2014, it's the third hour of the Watt from Pedro Show. This is about b-ball. I tore my motherfucking meniscus ligament and bruised my bone there and fucked it. I still dropped 90 points. <laughs> Come through, motherfuckers. You've been to my studio Thursday, have you? In what? New York. Your studio, guys. Yeah. I've been to your Well, I got two studios. Um, yes. They both had the hoops. Um, yes. Thurston can motherfucking dunk on me, okay? He's the only motherfucking I know who has. Because I own the motherfucking paint. And this is based on J.R. Reed, who used to play for uh, motherfucking uh, North Carolina. Dean Smith sucked my dick and did some balling in the NBA for 10 years or so. And he was lining up. This is against Loyola when they had the Westhead, Paul Westhead scheme going on where they scored like 130 points a motherfucking game. And he was at the free throw line, you know, and well, he wasn't shooting free throws. He was... And he said... 
Nothing inside today, boys. Nothing inside today. And he just fucking hell intimidated those motherfuckers just with those words. I guess we're starting. Come through, motherfuck. Come through, suck. Play one on five, a real man versus five and a half sissy boys. Come through. Detroit. 
admiring you, admiring you know who, but not as cool as thought, fiddled with my dick, I scratched his ass, and then in the middle of my good night refrain, quote, oh, hip hip baby, I will kill for you. The man. 
best eyes in the movement uses them to scam and pan. I just want you to know the score. Mailer sends his support. Like, wow, I mean, now. Alan's here. cinema without that. No Sandra D's, no Tina Louises. I don't want to sleep around to do it. No Jane Fonda's. She's with Warren Beatty, Jean Godard. This is how we do it. I'm scheduled to start work on a musical soon. Yes, I love the musical theater. However soon, our star got sick, waiting to recover, chuck a boomstick. How does a stare do it? It must be easy. Easy does it. Over easy can't scramble one egg. Where does one get the energy? All I ask from life. 5,000 well-chosen words, one coercive fact, will help me so much to live, be brave, God knows what I know, what I mean, what I think, what I see, what I feel. My troubled overflows with a whole deep sense of it all. Reflection, perception, what all. The little things to do will all come back asked to me. Things of observation, masterplation, fancy free. Life is full of them bullshit. They meet at every turn. One thing is certain. They will come more and more and more and more. I want them. Let them all proceed. The high lows or the four sophomores.
Ted Williams, five at-bats, two runs, three hits, one RBI, one home run, one strikeout. Babe Ruth, four at-bats, one run, one base on ball. Philip Morris. Yeah, Philip 
first road trip, carrying wide, big loads. Must have been motherfucking Watson. <laughs>
lot for Pedro show. Uh, you just heard the entire gig that Thurston Moore, Raymond Pettibone, and myself did New Year's Eve cool. at the Stone, New York City, 2014. Brought in the New Year. We actually got finished before the New Year. Uh, I got to meet John Zorn finally. All right. Yeah. Uh, but so speaking of meeting people, our guest here, Brother Matt, Eric McFadden, uh, yeah. just mentioned something about Joe Strammer. Yeah, man. I, uh, well, Oh yeah, back to Zorn for a second. I, I wanted to meet Zorn. I was in uh, me and Delphine were in New York in September, and Nels was uh, was there, and we were going back to say hi. I guess it was Trevor Dunn and Mike Patton and Radetzky were all playing with uh, with Zorn, and uh, we, we went back there, and I think Zorn yelled. He didn't see who it was. He was like, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> all right, because he was Getting talking the old friendly know. thing. And he didn't want us barging in on him, so I didn't really get to meet him there. But uh, <laughs> the old anyway. friendly approach, I know that yeah, time. exactly, man. But uh, <laughs> but Stromer, you know, he was playing the Fillmore years ago with the Mescaleros, and uh, with what the Mescaleros. the Mescaleros at the Fillmore in San Francisco. The Mescaleros, yeah, that's one of his dudes. I'm mescaline. Yeah, that's one of his. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it's so, it's after the clash. This was after the clash. Yeah. Okay. I never got to meet him. I saw him play once with the Clash, though, in 1979. That's oh, where yeah. we met the Black Flag guys handing out flyers outside and ended up playing, uh, yeah. I never them. got to see the Clash, unfortunately. That was, uh... Oh, here, it's an orange record. Yeah, the, the, yeah, it's the last okay, record. Brother Matt just gave it to me. It's called Street Court. So anyway, he was playing in San Francisco. You went to the gig. Yeah, yeah, I went to the gig and, uh... Ended up hanging out backstage with him a bit. We were playing. Me and another buddy were playing guitar. And he what kinda, do you mean, playing guitar? Just kind of hanging out backstage, okay. just fiddling okay. around on some guitar. And he, uh, so then Joe had it, you know, invited us onto the bus, and uh, you know, we and the band kind of hung out and sang songs until sunrise, drank a little Johnny Walker, and uh, then he invited me to open some shows for him here, you know, in L.A. Yeah. So. Um, Ended up doing that, which was great, you know. And, what was uh, he like? And then, then we were in Japan. I was playing Fuji Rock with George Clinton and 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 with yeah, Funk and uh, and. Uh, oh, you used to have the little campfire things there. Yeah, man, and he had a campfire. Strummerville. Exactly, man. He had that thing going on. So I was told about that. Which was great, man, and he. Uh, what was he like as a person? So you really met him a few person, times. He was really. I mean, he was hospitable for one. He would just. Uh, you know, make sure we wanted to make sure we were okay. You know, pouring us a drink, this and that. You know, and uh, actually, he was just really enthusiastic about still about music. It seemed, and he was just very hospitable. And, and uh, you know, we hung out there in the Fuji Mountains at his, at his the, the fire went like, and that was another one of those. Till you know, it seems like every time I hung out with him, it was till the sunrise. You know, and the, the handful of times. And uh, but we had this idea to get him and uh, George Clinton together because at the time I was playing with George and so that was a plan And uh, but then of course that didn't happen because he passed away on us But uh, he passed away on the same day, day that D. Boom did 17 oh, years later oh shit how do you like that one man I mean, yeah because I got asked to do something for Strummerville's turned into like some kind of foundation to help young people with music exactly. and I've done we, some we, gigs we, me and Delphine produced the event in San Francisco each year oh great yeah, so you got to come out and play that. Yeah, I would love to, you know, and uh, I never got to meet the man, but for everybody I know that has met him, has said, has said such good things. 
So let's get back to your music journey. Well, let's play some music first. We got something here uh, from you called uh, Hanging Moon. All right. What's Hanging Moon about? Well, it's about, you know, messing with a preacher's wife, and it turns out that (laughs) that, uh, it's also the Hanging Man. So uh, it's kind of a story about, you know, messing with the wrong uh, woman and the consequences that one may suffer as a result. Karma Wales? Yes, sir. Okay, here we go. Beware, he might just lift you. 
to the people who want the brothers. Now they say they want to sound me live, motherfuckers. I know I'm getting jacked, but shit, I need to start. We can negotiate once I reach the charts, but now I kick back. Can't enjoy the ride. Spin my advance and swallow my pride. I can still be living at home, but instead I'm fucking bad bitches living on my own. Yeah. She
Oh girl, you can't put back him into me. Oh girl, the need to know you's a real beauty, a real beauty. Oh girl, daughter, sister, whatever. Oh girl, you better than hustlers cover, hustlers cover.
Block from Pedro Show. Last music for the show started off with Eric McFadden doing Hanging Moon. Watch who you're boning. I guess. <laughs> the moral of that story. Uh, the White Man Ding goes after that with Warner Brothers. That's got Chuck Treese on drums, Daryl Jennifer from Bad Brains on bass. All right. Careful Jennifer, man. Incredible yeah. cat. Uh, I've always dug him. You know uh, who told me how he learned bass? It was Adam Yauch. He said, watching Daryl Jennifer. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. how he learned bass. Wow. Yeah. Incredible cat. And then um, Exit Night from Damaged Bug. That's a... Uh, who's the OC's guy? John? OC's guy. Yeah. He's a Providence guy, but he lives in San Francisco now. Oh, really? Okay. And I think they're on hiatus, but he's got a new band called Damage Bug, and that's okay. Exit Night. Uh, after that, Sugati from Italy with Ballad of a Thin Disguise. Uh, also, Tolum, who's from, I think, Pacifica. Not yeah. from Italy, but kind of a little uh, hybrid there, collab. And then uh, You're My M-I-L-F by Seb in the Rod Dicks. That's Brother Seb. They're from southern France. I think Leon. I got to play with him in where Nels used to live, Carla, called Eagle Rock. It's a great yep. record store there. Yeah. I think called Permanent Records. Check it out, people. Finally, we heard uh, Mr. Tom Tobacco, Allegheny Whitefish, doing the love song. Uh, Eric, we got three minutes left. All right. After your fucking bomb, bomb. You went and did the Eric McFadden trio. You've been doing that since, right? The last. Well, you know, I've been doing that for a while. But the the latest thing I'm kind of doing is with uh, we've been calling it Ten, but it's me and Norwood Fisher from Fishbone. Oh wow, this is new. I don't know about it. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, I love Norwood. Yeah, and Norwood's awesome. Yeah, man. Nor- so me and Norwood, we got we did a whole new record that's going to be coming out here pretty soon. It's uh, Thomas Pridgen is playing drums on it, and. Uh, we, uh, you know, we we may be doing different things with different drummers, but uh, Tom, Thomas Pridgen's great, you know, extraordinary drummer, and Earl Hudson was going to be a possibility. Also. Oh wow! Uh, speaking of bad brains. Yeah, speaking of the bad brains, right? So yeah, this new thing, ten. Is, I uh, dig Earl, man. Pretty exciting, you know. And so you made an album, and it's coming out. What's it called? What's the name of the band? It's going to be called Ten T E N. Right. Okay. You know, you know, I met Norwood in Albuquerque exactly 20 years ago, too. <laughs> My fishbone gig? Those yep. guys are at Coachella. That's right. Are they? They're yeah. coming? Yeah. Oh, they're but, still, it's, it's, it's mainly just him and uh, yeah. Angelo. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that should be coming out soon. Wow. Fine entertainment. Helper. And you've been side-manning with uh, Eric Burden? Been side-manning with Eric Burden. Yep, did that. We did a lot of Europe this last year. He's of, incredible. What's it like to play with him? Man, it's great because he's still got the power and the fire. You know, he's still got the fire. Man. Got the fire. He's a what do they call it? A Jordy, a Newcastle cat. Yeah, they got exactly. a fire, man. Newcastle, yep. Newcastle yep. Brown, he'll surely slap you down. Oh yeah. No, I have a lot of respect for him, and you know the stuff he did with War. You probably go through his whole catalog, right? Build a pretty good amount. Do you of do, you do, do you do Sky Pilot? We, we did that, uh, I've done it with him before, not this last year, not on this tour. I love that song, it's so insane. He I love it. it up, somebody, you know what I mean, the set list, because he can't, so we did that a few years back, we were doing Sky Pilot, but now that's okay. been omitted, you know, in favor of other songs this time. Eric, right. if, if, if I was asking you for advice to a young person getting into music, what would you tell them? 
Well, man. Well, one thing is like uh, you've got to be, you know, you've got to be persistent if that's what you want to do. Then you have to be willing to, you know, you've got to be ready to sacrifice something. You know what I mean? So, right. So, um, however, just to, you know, the real thing is not to let anything or anyone discourage you. I think really because. Uh, you know, people will do that, but that's usually the people that have abandoned their own dreams or their own pursuits, you know what I mean? Or, sure. So you don't want to listen to anybody trying to discourage you, because a lot of people tell you, oh, it's hard, It's you don't want to, I mean, you're not going to make any kind of living that way. You know, there's a lot of sure. a lot of people spewing about a bunch of stuff. A lot uh, of belly aching, but your yeah, advice yeah. is to keep on keeping on. Yeah, the, and the idea is to do what you want to do. It's not about, like, how viable of a career it is, it's about where your passion is, so... You know, I'd say you just keep on keeping on, like you said. That's that's great words. Eric, I want to thank you so much for being on the show, Brother Matt. Wasn't oh, he a man, busy man, guy? Great, great, great. Nice to have you. I hope you heal up. Yeah, People are going to be fat. He's got a residency at the MIT in Midtown, yeah. I guess they call this part of L.A. Mm-hmm. now. Yeah, uh, uh, on Pico, so get on down there every Wednesday this month. Um, best of luck, of course, for the trails with... Uh, Eric Burden, but also with this new project with Norwood 10. Yeah. I wish you the best luck, Eric, okay? Right Everybody, it's been right, the January 11, 2014 edition of Watt for Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. Yeah.